Welcome to another episode in this podcast series, Emotional or Stress Survival for the Holidays. I'm Carlene Savage, conflict resolution expert, your host. I hope, I hope that this series is giving you lift. I hope you're feeling the wings. I hope you're feeling the liberation. And I really hope you're taking away the confidence to have the holiday season that you absolutely deserve. In this episode, we're going to just talk about rules of thumb, mind shift, just a little twist, little twist to make a mind shift. Having 10 people in the house means a lot of different variations of exposure. Um, I had kids that were in elementary, middle school, and high school all at the same time. I've had kids that were in all of those and then not in school. Um, So I've had a lot of variations. You have stuff going on in your life that are variations. I remember all the things that my kids were invited to, the things they participated in, soccer, volleyball, dance, and then we went to church, and then they went to people's houses and had friends. And I thought to myself, hmm, what is what am I going to tell them? How do, Am I going to tell them to listen to the adults? No, because I don't trust all adults. And you don't know that you don't trust them until something happens. Am I going to tell them that the teacher's right? No, because I don't believe teachers are always right. And here's why. Not because I, I'm against teachers and not because I'm against parents. Because people are human. And people have secrets. And people respond to their stresses differently. And people break laws. Um, and I didn't want to be that mom that was oblivious. Not that I didn't, I didn't want to come across like, you know, tell my kids to listen to those adults and then have those adults tell them to do something wrong because I've seen that plenty in my lifetime with my, my household. So I had to come up with what are my basic rules of thumb? What is the basic mindset that I want to instill in my children when they go to church? Are people at church perfect? No, that's why we're there because we're not perfect because we're trying to be lifted and edified to do things differently, to try harder, to just do a little more. So I did not want my family to believe that they had to do one thing because that was the only thing. I wanted them to think, I wanted them to feel the power and empowered of choices and that they did not have to choose certain things. Now, I don't say this because I had a perfect experience rearing my children. I didn't. There were so many faults, so many fallacies, so many things that could have been done differently, better, things I think back on. But in this episode, it's about basics basic rule of thumb. So knowing that we're all human, knowing that we're all going to make mistakes, knowing that I may not like the parents, but my kids might, knowing that some people may tell my kids to do something wrong and I don't want them to do something wrong. There are basic rules of thumb that I did come up with that I thought, ah, this could work every time. This could work every time. And so I shared that with my kids and I've had plenty of experiences. My, my um, sons went to a soccer tournament in Texas 
and they went with all the chaperones, the male chaperones. And my son was 11 or 12 at the time, highly competitive, skilled, and he was on the upswing, meaning that, you know, he had potential and he did really well um, in soccer, even in college. And they did, did exceptional. But here he is, 11 or 12 years old in Texas with the group that's supposed to keep him safe and with men. And, and let's face it, men don't always have their shiz together, right? Women don't either, but um, it was all male chaperones, which I was grateful for. But they got it in their heads that they wanted to go to a restaurant. And the restaurant was known for big busted women and showing those big busts and flaunting those big busts. And evidently, I heard about it afterwards, when my son came home and he said, Mom, what is this restaurant? And my husband and I looked at each other and went, Oh, no. And I said, why? And he unfolded a story. And the story was, well, after our practice and our games, all the players wanted to go to this restaurant. And I, he said, I had a feeling, and I just didn't feel comfortable with it. Something didn't feel right. And what happened is I said no. And the rule of the team was we all go or we don't go. None of us goes. And he goes, so I said no. He goes, Mom, I went to my room thinking we were going to go to dinner. And I had my coach come in who began to tell me that I am ruining the team spirit. I am making it hard that it's just a family restaurant. And he said, and I still said no. Mom, two other men, two other men chaperones came in. They were also board members on the soccer team. Those two other men came in at separate times into my room and did the same thing to me, telling me how I am ruining everything for the team and that they could be having a great time. And why aren't I willing? It's not a big deal. It's a family restaurant. He goes, Mom, I don't understand. If it's a family restaurant, why can't we go to any family restaurant? And that was a time that I was like, there it is. Now, these men, these men, they were part of Hewlett Packard. They were part of big companies, a lot of influence. And there it is, my 11 or 12-year-old son feeling something what didn't feel right and saying no. Is it because they're terrible people? No. It is because he didn't feel right. And the rule was we all go or we none of us goes. So they ended up at like a Denny's or something like that. The leaders were angry at him. The chaperones were angry at him, treated him poorly. And so what is that mindset? What is the mindset? I tell my son, listen to your... Uh, your chaperones, listen to the leaders 
Or do you tell them you be in the right place at the right time? If it feels wrong, speak. Stand up for yourself. You have my support. And so they did. But that brings me to this. You answered the one question, what is the ultimate goal for the holidays? I've given you the tools when you're going down the dark place. Could I have gone down the dark place on this? Absolutely. And I did a little bit. I did a little bit. I kind of I stuck my whole leg in there. <laughs> but ultimately, I had a son to deal with. And not just a son, I had a household of 10. So, and this is just his experience. What is going on for my daughter who's being asked out on a date by a good church family? And that church family's son who asked my daughter out on a date has gotten in three fights in three days. Do, do I feel like my daughter's safe with him? Do I feel like he might get jumped at the dance? Do I, what? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> do I tell my daughter, you do it anyway? Do I tell my daughter, oh, if they get jumped, nothing's going to happen to you? I don't know. So just what is the rule of thumb? You have the same thing in your holidays what will be your rule of thumb? So I'm going to give you four rules of thumb that I have used for decades and they have worked. Still empowering people, still empowering my household, still empowering me to listen, still empowering and telling my children to follow rules, um, speak up, Stand on your ground of correctness, of what you know is correct for you. And here they are. Are you ready? Buckle up. Um, one of the, my first thing I always say, leave them better than you found them. Now, my real first one is do the right thing. But that is really subjective, right? It's subjective. What is my right thing compared to their right thing? Their right thing was going to this, you know, restaurant that its main feature were, you know, big busted women that wore, you know, deep cleavage crop tops. Um, They felt that was right. So... Could that work? Do the right thing? No, I would say do the right thing because they knew what my right thing was. So do the right thing, but leave them better than you found them. Can you do that this holiday season? When you talked about the one thing, your ultimate goal that you want to get out of the holidays, can you leave them better than you found them? Number two, and and this is going to sound odd, but act in a way that makes them Mm -hmm. applaud your name. Act in a way that makes them applaud your name. What do I mean by that? It's not a selfish, it's not a, oh, look at me. It's not a, a vanity thing. It is basically when you walk away, will they say, wow, that was really cool. That's kind of like lifting them where they stand. Lifting them where they stand. 
Okay. Act in a way that makes them applaud your name. Lift them where they stand. If all else fails, this is my third one. If all else fails, smile. If all else fails, smile. And, um, I, my mother remarried and she didn't really necessarily get along with his parents, but she didn't not get along with them. I think it was a, a tolerance thing, but evidently they were pretty judgmental and they really didn't like the fact that he was marrying somebody with kids, two kids. And then I was a minority kid and I'm Hawaiian, dark skinned. I had dark skin and a lot of people mistook my dad for black. Um, so I had dark skin and so there was a tolerance there, right? Um, but the grant, the, his mother, his mother would stare at me all the time. And I was eight. And I remember going to my mom and going, she stares at me all the time. I don't understand. Why is she staring at me? And it was all the time. Every time I looked at her, she was staring at me. Um, and I remember my mother saying, just smile. Just smile. My mom probably was going, holy crap, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I want to, you know, I want to backhand this lady. That would probably sound like something my mother would say. Um, but she probably didn't know what to say. So she said, just smile. Interestingly, I took that on. I leaned in, which is what I'm asking you guys to do. I leaned in and I just did it. About a year later, um, or two years later, I don't know. But a while later, it had been quite a while. And I would just look at her and I'd smile and go about my business, right? And she came back and she said, I really like her. I really like her. And all I did was smile. She and I never had a conversation. We never did an activity together. She never took me anywhere. Um, we'd only see them, literally just see them when they came to visit, which wasn't very often, or we went there to visit, which wasn't very often. There were no interaction. But is interestingly, when I became a teen and my mother had lots of trouble with me, not because I was trouble, but because she was troubled by me. Um, and that's a whole nother, and you probably all have your own stories for it, but she was troubled by me. So at one point I was sent there in San Diego to stay for a week because she just didn't want to deal with me. Um, and when I went down there, she volunteered wholeheartedly said, yes, I will let her stay with me. I had never had a conversation with this woman. All I did was smile. So even though it sounds like it's a light touch, like it doesn't mean anything to an eight-year-old, that that's all she did, 
And then this woman was more than eager to take me in. And her comment was, you always smiled at me. You always smiled at me. That's all it was. From 8 to 17. That's all I did. So, mantras, rules of thumb. Smile is all you need. And this last one is just a comment mindset. If you're not attached to the outcome, they will become attached to you. So it's not a control. This is a mindset. If I am not attached to you, must be my friend. And I just am friendly and I say, I'm going to leave you better than I found you. Um, I'm going to lift you where you stand or I'm going to, I'm going to act in a way that, that makes them applaud me, basically lift them where I stand. If I'm just going to smile, if that's all I'm going to do and I'm not attached to the outcome, they will attach themselves to me. And that is not to control. That is to bask in the glow And that is what I'm talking about, about directly and indirectly helping others to do the same. Those are the rules of thumb. So when my son went to Texas on this soccer trip, did he leave them better than they found? He found them. Yes. Did he act in a way that made them applaud his name? He never put anybody down. And today these men love my son. How did that happen? And he smiled. It was always, he always smiled. And he was not attached to them liking him. And they ended up loving him. So those are the rules of thumb. Adopt one, adopt all, but add that to your ultimate goal for this season. When you write it down, what is the one thing? Lift them where they stand. What resonates with you? Leave them better than you found them. Smile. Just smile. Maybe you're at that tense family gathering and you just smile across the table or you just smile across the room at the person. You can let them think and detach from what you need them to think. Detach from that. Let them think what they want. But if you continue to do it, It's human nature. We cannot help ourselves. I hope that this helps you enjoy the season. It is, it works. It is yours. You are capable.